This is a story about the son of Rumi. Rumi's son was asking his father, you know Rumi, yeah? The famous person, poet? Yeah, okay. Now his son asked him a very, very, very important question. Yes. When I read that, I thought, oh, I have to share it with you quick. <laughs> you know, it's very difficult to find good story because some story may be understandable in Persian language or in Chinese. And when it's translated into uh, English, it's, it's not that funny or it's not very uh, comprehensible or nothing very meaningful. <laughs> Probably for the Western mind, it seems strange. Marumi's son asked him, how and why is the dervish hidden? Is this done by superficial disguise? Or is there something within himself which he conceals? Why should a dervish want to hide himself? A dervish in the old time, not, not by name like somebody like uh, wear a rope and become a dervish is different. What he means is the real enlightened master of all time, okay? The true dervish, yeah? Just like a true Buddhist, yeah? True bodhisattva, and not just by name. So why should a dervish or an enlightened being want to hide himself? Because the master is always in danger. Oh, in danger, perhaps, yes. Okay, in the old time, maybe even more so. Too sensitive for the material world. Too sensitive for the material world? Bless the world silently. Bless the world silently. New idea, huh? Good. Can we bless the world noisily? <laughs> Protection. Protection of himself? Uh-huh. It's easier to work when no one knows. Uh-huh, yes. To uh, test the disciples. To, to test the disciple. Only get good quality disciples who really want to find him. Good, yes. Not too bad. Keep going, keep going. Maybe he's just too humble not to really think he's a, a teacher unless someone really go after him for help. All right. Why do you talk about the truth? Not too many people believe it. Oh, if you tell the truth, not many people believe it. Then he don't have to hide himself. If nobody believes, then he can <laughs> sound the trumpet and... Father Jesus, why do you talk about the truth? People... You mean trouble? Okay, yeah. okay. Yes, yes, uh, one of those things. Yeah, it's uh, more or less like protection. Okay, maybe to test the disciple. Hmm? Maybe to protect himself. Maybe he's humble, he doesn't want to show off. Maybe he speaks the truth and nobody understands. <laughs> okay, now let's see what else is there. The master said, master mean Rumi, huh? Rumi answering his son, he said, it might be done in any way. Some could write love poem, and people think that they mean ordinary love. I mean, the true devils could write some love poetry, <laughs> and then people would think it's ordinary love anyway. <laughs> The devish may also hide his true position in the way by adopting a calling. Um, the way, you know, the path, né? in the truth, or his position in the universe, yeah? in the way, in the Tao. 
What is the main position? Police officer or something? He's uh, SP master. His <laughs> spiritual level so simple. <laughs> Police officer who who say yes? <laughs> who is the brave one? Yes. You because, did? Yes. Huh? Because I thought it meant that he hides himself by taking some profession. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The position in the spiritual mm-hmm. domain. The way means the spiritual domain, yeah? Yeah, the spiritual level, yeah. He hide in his position in the way. The way is written with the capital, means he's hidden. He hides his own spiritual uh, elevation, uh, yeah. By adopting a calling. What does it mean, a calling? Profession. Like a profession, that's whatever right. the time was. That's right, that's right. Yes. There are writers, traders, <laughs> businessmen. Yes. There are some traders. Yeah, must be the famous one. And still others follow various different outer activities. That's correct. So he might be police official. Yeah. Remember, Rama was a king, huh? Yes. Who else was something else? Who was it? Kabir was a cobbler? He was a weaver. A weaver? Okay. Huh? Krishna. Krishna? He was a cowboy. Oh, he's a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow, the Texas. Must be proud. (laughs) Who else is a famous position? Carpenter. Who is a carpenter? Jesus. Jesus was a carpenter. Wow, this other carpenter must be proud. Huh? Buddha. Buddha, what does he do? He was a prince. He was a prince, but not by choice. Yeah. Anyway, he forsake his profession. Yeah. Mapa is a farmer. Huh? Farmer. Tibetan master. Mapa. He's a, a master of Melarepa. He, he's a farmer. Master Swan Singh, he was an engineer. Ah, Swan Singh was an engineer. He built in road and bridges and all that. Yeah. Okay, so Rumi continued telling his son, because his son asked, why? Why is the devish hidden? Why does he want to hide? So the master said that, this may be done for the sake of defense against the shallow. Shallow means someone who has not much uh, yeah, interest or inclination about spiritual practice. Yeah, Don't understand much anyway, and no, don't care. Some purposely act in a manner which society might disapprove even. Like, okay... Some master very enlightened, huh? But maybe he is acting like not very proper, yeah? Not not the way people expect it. Yes. Therefore, uh, the society might think that he is nothing. The prophet has therefore said, God has hidden the man of greatest knowledge. Ah, maybe. The person has chosen to do that himself. Or, in, in this case, the Master say God has hidden the man of greatest knowledge. Maybe God has made him do this and that. Or God has created the situation so that the man of greatest knowledge, I mean the 
the most enlightened person would do this, do that, just to fool the multitude, the shallow. A device, eh? a device may be adopted by the followers of the way to gain peace when they might otherwise be hindered. Yeah, just some strategy they use, yeah, or some, some mean they use to, to hide himself so they can have peace to practice or to serve their purpose. Otherwise, if they really look like a master, look like what the people, the multitude, and the shallow even, expect them to be a master, what do they look like, how they behave, you know, like in the book, <laughs> the way the, the most people imagine, then maybe any kind of people would come and bother them too much, that they have no time to truly serve the real purpose or to take care of the true uh, followers. That's what it means. So they will use some device or some, uh, some ways or some strategy to, to make themselves don't look like a very morally uh, good or knowledgeable person. You know, it doesn't look like anything like you would expect from a very dignified or decent or solemn or a very wise master in any case. <laughs> the master then recited some verses for the son. Ever knowing, as they hide, they seek. They're hiding, but they're seeking. Yeah, They're seeking what? God, God's knowledge. Yes. As they hide, they also seek. Appearing other than they are to the ordinary man. In inward light, they roam, making miracles come to pass. Yet they are really known to no one. It's very, very, uh, very clear what the master said there, right? Huh? Yeah. They're hiding so that they can seek the knowledge within. Hmm? They appear not the way they are. You know, what they are inside and what they appear outside is just very different. Yeah, so we cannot even tell. To the ordinary man only, but maybe you are not ordinary. If you see a man hiding like that, you sure dig him out, right? Can you tell? No. No? No. No? Not always. Yeah, not always. Huh? It's difficult, huh? <laughs> In inward light, they roam, you see? I mean, these people, even though they are hiding from the outer gaze of the public, but they are roaming inside... The light, yes. Oh, that's very clear. Making miracles come to pass even. Mm. Yet they are really known to none. Some people might think they know them. That's what it is. But really, nobody knows them. Nobody truly knows them. That's what the Master said. Not I, huh? he said. Yet they are really known to no one means a lot of people don't know them. Maybe they come to see them and maybe they pay homage, maybe they give flowers and respect, but they don't truly know that person, do they? No. Do you? Suppose you find that person and you suspect that he is the, the man of the way, would you know him truly? No. <laughs> Why no? 
Depends on the on the individual and your inner kind of um, sincerity mm. to ask specific questions mm. to kind of get any response from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you will know that person. Yeah, depending mm. on what how they are in response to you. Ah, uh, okay. Ah. Uh, For me, it was not the word, just simply connection. Yeah. To me, I think it's stronger than just the word. Uh-huh. I can say the word, but uh-huh. to feel it inside, that's uh-huh. really count. Uh-huh. You mean the intuitive feeling? Yes. Okay. Okay. Maybe they don't want to reveal themselves to you. Yes. Then only if they feel that you are ready, then they reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. But here the master say that really none to none. This is the thing. Nobody knows this person. So, the master means that you cannot really know 100% of, of this person. You might guess, you might intuitively feel that, oh, this is an enlightened person. But to know him in death is not possible. Yesterday you wanted to say something more. About my uh, experience. What I often experience is um, a kind of uh, p- a parallel of yeah. uh, events that take place in my life. Mm. Let's say, I see some lecture of you. Mm. There was this lecture about Kabir. Mm. There was a man who, who wanted to, to visit Kabir, mm. but he was not at home. He was to a funeral. Mm. And then um, the man asked, the wife said he's at a funeral and... Uh, If you go there, you can find him. But the man, he never saw Kabir before. Mm. And then the man said, but how can I recognize him? Yeah. Mm. And then um, the wife of Kabir said, you can see it on his hello. Yeah. And his he white shining light, light. around his head, yeah. So then the man, he went to huh? the funeral. Yeah. And when he arrived at the funeral, everybody Has light had around light his around head. him. Uh-huh. So um, it happened to me that uh, somebody died in that same period mm. and I saw that light um, around everybody. Mm. So this parallel eh, between mm. an event that takes place in my life and then it is commented by a tape or by a book. So... Um, At one time I had a book, it's called um, Living Amongst the Himalaya Masters mm. from Swami Rama. Okay. And uh, there's also one story about um, a Swami who is, uh, like you read there in your book, mm. in, in this poem, uh, he is uh, throwing meat and flesh and dirt and mud to people to keep them at a distance. Mm. And he's uh, sitting amongst crocodiles. Mm. And uh, like this, he he always want to. Uh, he he doesn't uh, behave in a social way. Yes, yes. But but like it was yes. written. It's not like a very compassionate master, loving and cordial and polite and so. When I read that book, it, the same happened. That events took place, and it always coincide with the story in the book. Uh-huh. So the story in the book was a kind of commenting on the event. Hi, good for you. Maybe you can explain the mechanic. You see, if you didn't read the book, or you didn't hear my lecture about Kabir with the 
light around his head and everybody else has the light around their head during funeral service, then if you saw that in the funeral event of your area, you wouldn't understand why. You would think you're crazy, maybe you're out of your mind, and then you might keep asking everybody else, and they will think you are out of your mind. <laughs> See what I mean? So it's good that you read that, and then you don't question and you don't tell even people who doesn't understand anyway. Yeah. It's good for you, hmm? The master, why do you think he throw anything to the people so that they don't go near? Why does he do that? Why couldn't they just let him come and teach them something? Huh? Why do you think he throw them out? To keep the shallow out. <laughs> They're all shallow, all of them? He told everybody to get out, right? <laughs> he wanted to meditate and, yeah. and, and deepen him, his practice. Okay. The master didn't want to pick up their karmas. Oh, it's not that. It's not that, maybe, no. Maybe because he wants everyone to leave him alone. It's not that. It's just very difficult for any master at all to find peace within this world, number one. Number two, very difficult to find anyone who is truly very sincerely quest for enlightenment and nothing else. Either they want to heal their sickness or want some fortune and you win the lotto, you know, or get a pretty wife or want to bear more children, grandchildren, any kind of things. Just want to go and bug him, you know. Just want him to dispense miracle without them working. Most people, if they come to revere a saint, they flock to him in numbers, but... None of them are really seeking God, seeking the supreme wisdom or liberation. They just want to go there, borrow some, you know, merit, spiritual power from the Master, just to squander it for any materialistic reason. That's why most Masters, they get tired. There's also the story about a, a prince who wanted to visit... Uh, a master who lives in a cave. Mm. And then uh, all the time uh, the guardian was keeping him away. But then after three or four times that the prince attempt to visit the master, he finally let him in, in mm. the cave. Mm. And then he received him on the, on the mud and stone and they were sitting together. Yeah. And then the prince said, it seems to me that you are very lonely mm. <laughs> living here in this cave on stone and yeah, mud. alone and nothing there, yeah. Alone and nothing. And then the master answered, yes, since you are here, I start to feel lonely. <laughs> That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> It is truly like that. People come and make you feel lonely. When you're alone, you have nothing to compare, okay? And you're deep in your spiritual enjoyment. And when some come around... They just bug you and they just drag you into a kind of a lower dimension in thinking, you know, and all that. And make you feel you're dragged back into the world again where there is comparison, high and low, and, you know, up and down and all that, and you feel lonely. You feel the loneliness of the people, of the whole world. People are often lonely. That's why they married or they have partner or friends, you know. So when they bring that into your cave, you feel also. <laughs> If you're alone, you don't feel lonely. Truly, oh, when you're alone, you feel so good, so good, so good. 
for the sake of others. They sacrifice their tranquility, yeah? Many other things. When you are with the multitude, it's different. Sometimes you have to even act accordingly, you know, or compromising, so that they will understand you and then slowly bring them up. There's another story I want to tell you, because I, I don't understand this story. Tell me. It's a story uh, about um, Marishi Patanjali, and um, he was a very high uh, saint. He lives maybe 5,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he had about 1,000 students. Always um, when, when seekers came uh, to become a student, mm. then he disguising himself like a demon. Okay. And then he hanging himself in the tree mm-hmm. and, and making them scared or make a joke. Mm-hmm. And then he asked them strange questions like, uh, are you well cooked? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Does it behave like a ghost or bad or demon? Incomprehensible. It's not like a saint, okay? So what happened? Then uh, at last he had thousand students, and always when he was teaching, he teached behind a curtain. Mm. And then from behind the curtain, from his head, or maybe from his body, grow a thousand snakes. Mm. And the snakes, they, they went in front of each student. Mm. And then each student was taught individual mm. by this snake. Mm. But there was the rule that nobody should look behind the curtain. Mm. And one day he started his lesson and then the one uh, naughty student, mm. he, 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 he dared to look. to look behind the curtain. Yes. And in an instant, all the students were burned to ashes. It sounds like the story of uh, uh, Shiva. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Then what happened was that uh, maybe ten minutes later, one student came. He was a little bit late. Mm. So uh, he found there this classroom mm. with all these ashes. Mm. And then... Uh, he said what happened, and, and, and Patanjali explained. Then this one student, he asked, uh, can I continue to be your student? Mm. So, and, and the moral of the story is that we are all exponents from this one student. So we are this lazy student, this slow student. The present human race came from that person. Uh, the knowledge this, of the this, human this, race came from that latest student, the lazy one. So why don't you understand that story? What, what you don't understand? This transformation of snake in front of uh, each student. In the East, you know, snake is symbolic of wisdom. You see, Shiva has a lot of snakes around him, and some Buddha or some Vishnu has a lot of snakes on top of their head. just means each student has mastered, taught him individually, Directly, you know, but from different angle. Uh, the the snake means just the wisdom was imparted to the student. It's not the snake at all. 
They be scared to death. They don't need to be burned to death. They scared to death. Everybody, the whole thousand snake coming and poking at you all the time, <laughs> imparting to you the wisdom. <laughs> But what about this this curtain then? The curtain is a symbol of that you don't truly know the real master. You are covered. You see, you learn just partially. <laughs> And the true master, you don't really know. You see the master as a body sitting here. For example, if I'm a master, that's all you see. You see, as if a curtain has drawn between you and the master, and you don't really know it's a master or not a master. What did the master truly look like inside? For the students, you don't know. Actually, your body is already the curtain. <laughs> yes, something like that. Hmm? But the rule that nobody should. Look behind the curtain, and if one uh, surpassed this rule, then all the students were burned to ashes. <laughs> okay, that is after you initiated. You all connected, nah? If one of you ever penetrated, yes, and uh, became so enlightened, yeah, and see the real master. The burn to ashes is mean just the destroy of the ignorance of the physical ignorance, destroy the ego. Hmm? Hmm. Not naughty, just one is more advanced, you know, daring, and can become enlightened. Then everybody else get helped too, yeah, because we all connected. Okay. So after you penetrate the curtain, that means you're gone. In the old time, the masters seldom talk black and white. They give you parable, yes, or example, yes. And that is some something that uh, the outside people don't know. Yeah. Okay. 